friends. Welcome to The Morning Cup. I'm your host, Emma Schmidt, performance coach and movement specialist. I've been coaching for five years, going on six, and my greatest joy is my old baby chihuahua, Paulina. Old and baby, like she's just tiny, so she's a baby. I'm an endurance athlete, but currently more of a meathead right now in my meathead era, just trying to get harder to kill for next race season. Um, it's actually funny because I do endurance races. So for a while I was doing aqua bikes, um, which is not what it sounds like. So when I first heard of the word aqua bike, I was like, do people like ride these weird bikes in the water? Um, but it's a triathlon without running. So I was doing that for a while just because of some knee injuries. But my goal here is to come back and actually compete in a triathlon next year. Um, and so we're working towards that again being harder to kill is the goal. But it's funny because since I do these endurance races and I do the open water swimming, I actually hate open water swimming. Like fun fact about me, I freaking hate it so much. I just don't like that I can't see what is beneath me. Like what am I in the water with? But come race day, I'm fine. I'm like, sure, the, the more splashing, the better. I don't care if I get kicked in the face. As long as there's no fish touching me, I'm fine. So. Let's get into it. So what what is happening here? This is the first episode back after about almost two years off of podcasting. So um, I'm really excited to be back here. I finally decided to get back into podcasting. I, I just had the time for it again. It was my passion project that I started in quarantine. So 2021, I believe, is when it started. The idea kind of came to fruition in 2020, though, in, in the middle of, of the pandemic. So today's episode is just kind of talk about the evolution and, and why, I'm, why I'm back. Um, so a little background on me. I grew up on a farm. I took a lot of pride in having chores. My, my chore was to take care of the goats and the donkeys. So just having that responsibility I think ingrained some like some habits that I have today. Like I love having structure. I love feeling responsible for things um, and just like having a schedule. And so growing up on the farm really gave me, I believe, the work ethic that I have now. And so growing up in school, I was not a great student. I just was not interested at all in any of the subjects. So I always joked and said PE was my favorite, but like here we are now. So I don't think I was lying, but I just wasn't a good student because it didn't interest me. Therefore, I just didn't want to learn or pay attention. And I think a lot of kids or adults now can resonate with that. But when you're going through it, you just don't feel, you just feel not, not smart. I don't know. It's not a good place to be. You get a lot of like self-doubts and like negative self-talk even at an early age. And so Going through college, I applied to two schools. So I applied to UNC Wilmington and ECU, so North Carolina, and I got into UNCW. So that was my first choice. And I actually didn't believe them. So I got the letter and I called the front office and I was like, are you sure about this? Are you sure I got in? Like I just, you know, self-doubts. And so that's really where my education and interest in fitness began. I worked at a wellness center uh, after high school when I was like in this interim phase of 
before going away to college. So I did community college and I worked at a gym. And I think that's kind of what started it. But then going to school, doing exercise science really ignited that passion and the passion to know more. And it was just a cool place to be. So I met a lot of great friends. I remember studying in the libraries with my exercise science friends, like learning supination, learning pronation, like shoulder flexion, just doing, you knew who the exercise science kids were because you could see them in the library doing these crazy stuff. And it was just a really good time. And so after that, I ended up working in a physical therapy clinic because I feel like I'm making a broad generalization, but I feel like most exercise science kids think that's where they're going to go. And for me, like, that's that was my loose plan. I, I always said, yeah, I'll, I'll go to PT school. Like, after I graduate college, I'll, I'll work and take some more prereqs, which was so stupid. Um, so that's what I did. I worked in a clinic for two years, took prereqs at a community college nearby awful times. Honestly, I I don't know why it was a good idea to just not do it all in undergrad. So if you're somebody listening who is still in undergrad and you want to do PT school, I would just say do it all. Like Just get it out of the way because I didn't take physics or chem two. So I had to go. I took chem one in undergrad. Then I graduated. Then it's four years later and I have to take chem too. And I, I cried, like I straight up cried to my professor. I worked like all day in the clinic and then I was in chem lab until 10 o'clock at night. And I stayed late because I just really didn't understand what we were going through that day. And I just lost it. And I feel really bad for him. (laughs) Um, But yeah, words of wisdom, like just if you know that's what you want to do, just freaking do it, suck it up. Because when you're an undergrad, you don't have, well, some people do have to work, but it's not a full-time job, hopefully. I don't know. I don't know your situation. So then I got furloughed. And then that was a weird time because quarantine, nobody knew what was going to happen. We didn't know really anything. And so I was collecting unemployment for only a month. And it was the weirdest month of my life, I think. It was like Tiger King and TikToks. So Tiger King was, it was just felt like a different world. Like I feel like we were on a different planet during that time. Um, And I went on like so many walks. I got the most steps ever. I would go on like five mile walks just for fun, just because, I mean, that's the only thing you could really do. I didn't have a gym membership, so I just worked out on my little patio um, even when it was blazing hot outside. So I got this real nice tan, nice and glowy, even though the mental health wasn't glowy, we worked on it. So that's, I'm kind of getting off track here, but quarantine was actually when I got hired with Exos and that's kind of when my life turned around and it was a really cool time. Um, I feel like in our lives, we go through like this undulating periodization, kind of like working out or his ups and downs. And definitely working in the clinic and going to school was kind of a low, even though I learned a lot. It was a really intense job, emotionally 
was not in a good place, but I learned a lot. So I, I took what I learned from that job into where I am now. And it made me a little tougher. Honestly, I, I kind of identify as a more sensitive person. So if anything, it gave me a little bit of a shell, which is probably needed in the real world. So we take that away from that era. But then I got hired with Exos and it was such, it was so cool because I never thought I would ever get a job with Exos because I thought I missed my mark from not doing a performance internship. I, cause I did the PT route, excuse me. So I did the PT route and I just kind of thought I missed my mark, but getting hired, having that chance really turned my life around and ignited my passion helped me fix my body. I was so broken at that point in time. It was, you know, 2021 and my body felt defeated. I was just in so much chronic pain and I felt very alone for a long time. And so actually like bringing it into like kind of where I am now, Instagram is where I started to share my story about you know, eating disorders and having body image issues, et cetera, over-exercising. And then I also learned kind of what was going on with me through sharing my story and talking with other people who have had similar um, situations. And it's cool to kind of build that community with people with shared experiences of, of getting out of an eating disorder. Or even if you haven't had that, just body image issues. Like so, if not everybody, I feel like everyone to like an extent has those. My nose is itchy, sorry. Um, and so it was cool to to start to build that community at that time. And so 2021, I had a lot of time to focus on quality education um, and, and just, again, build myself as a coach. I really, I was coaching beforehand, but didn't have the foundation. I didn't have the quality education at my fingertips like I did when I started at Exos. And so I really just immersed myself into that. And so I worked remote as a coach for a year and a half. So that was also an interesting time of coaching via computer, like group exercise. Um, when you have a dog and it likes to bark whenever it hears anything, um, or it gets angry when you lock it, lock her in your room while you're coaching. So I think everybody can like understand what that, that era was. So I got into coaching virtually. It was difficult, but it helped me sharpen my tools of like my, my language, my coaching language. I, you're talking for 30 minutes plus nonstop because there's nobody, you can't see anybody on the other side. So you get really good at talking with yourself. Um, which is actually like a little sidebar. I was such a shy kid. Like my my parents' friends were worried about really me and my siblings because we were so quiet. And <laughs> I was so shy. I literally never talked and I always smiled. And now I just, I don't, I can't shut up sometimes. I don't know. So I am grateful that it changed. Um, but anyways, coming back. So I learned how to speak better. And I'm still continuing to, to practice that because it's difficult. Honestly, if you record yourself talking and you kind of see the mannerisms or like things you don't pick up on, like filler words, for example, 
highly recommend doing this exercise where you have a phone and you record yourself talking about bubble gum or something. Uh, I did that in a movement lab, like early 2021, and it I was like, ill. <laughs> we got to fix some stuff here. So anyways, was there for in North Carolina um, at Exos for two years, also started my own business there. I know it's a lot of me right now, but this is just laying the foundation of of this podcast again, because we are we are back after a year and a half. We are revamping it. And revamping means I have better technology to like just better access to quality streaming services. Um, I just didn't know how to do that back then when I started this. So laying the foundation for upcoming episodes here. And so while I was doing all that, I just kind of didn't have enough time for my podcast anymore, just working two jobs, which I feel like is very common in the fitness space. We usually have two jobs or more. And so after I did that, you know, for two years, I moved to Seattle. So that's where I am now. And this is kind of why I'm I'm bringing this podcast back is because I finally have enough room on my plate for for this passion project again. And so I'm a performance coach in Seattle now, still with Exos, working at Google, and it's incredible. You know, I meet really great people, and I've gotten the opportunity to help really awesome people and people who were like me when I was younger. And so it's cool that I am able to be a resource for somebody who I I needed. And so that's, it's just so emotional. I, I like, sometimes I cried about it one time because it's just like, you go through all these things and there's no real reason. And you question, you're like, why me? Like kind of almost victim mentality, but then it's happening for others. It happens to you so you can be better for others. And so kind of like tying this all together, you know, why, what's the why behind this podcast? And it's similar to when I first began this podcast, which is bonding through adversity. You know, we, I started this as a Facebook, Facebook, I started this as an Instagram live and I would go live with my guest. I had like a little script I'd send ahead of time. And basically the premise was, I was going through a hard time. I was very lonely. I was going through a really hard time with injuries and feeling alone. And so I decided to to bring that to Instagram and to have those real conversations because for me, listening to other people share their stories about going through adversities helped me heal. It helped me feel like I wasn't alone and I was seen. And so I, I felt like I was finally in a good place to share mine and then also with the people who are willing to share theirs. And I think we can really create, well, I created a little bit of a community there with with people who were going through their own stuff. And so even though the quality was terrible, as you'll see, or as you have seen in my post on my marketing piece about this upcoming, this revamped podcast, I was going through my old Instagram And it was such a heartwarming time because I didn't know what I was doing, but I just started somewhere. And then we moved to Zoom. And then the Zoom quality wasn't much better, but I still didn't know how to go about streaming a podcast. So I kind of went the hard way about this and like, 
you know what? They were great conversations and they were great people. And if you're listening, if you were one of my guests, thank you so much. Because honestly, I took so much out, so much value out of every single person who I've talked to. Sometimes they were the, like, that was the first time I had ever spoken to that person. So just thank you. But again, you know, I'm still here to bond through adversities, discuss important topics, and to learn from each other. And not only that, like kind of bringing a funny side to it, because for a while I just kind of hid my funny side because I wanted to be taken seriously, like respected, blah, blah, blah. But I found the more I'm myself on the internet and, and sharing my humor, it's just more fun for me. And I think I still can be smart and be funny. And so if you're someone like that, be yourself. Okay. That's like my biggest message. Um, because life's too short, honestly. And so, so to kind of wrap this up, this show is here to, again, discuss important topics, bring people together through those, through those discussions. And whether you have the same shared adversity or not, we can still, you know, build a community. There's unity in being vulnerable and sharing your story. And that's something that we can all kind of resonate with. And so, you know, going back to 2021 versus now, it's cool to see this snapshot of growth. And it was only, you know, a short amount of time. But within those few years, I didn't see the growth. You don't see it until you kind of look back at that chunk of time. And it's so again, this is kind of like appreciating the evolution that's happened in those few years. And so if you're someone yourself who is kind of struggling to see what's the next step, where am I going next? Maybe you're currently in it right now and you just don't know it, right? Something I'm working on is just being appreciative of where I currently am in this moment because you'll look back and wish you appreciated where you were. Or maybe, you know, you don't appreciate the work that you did before. That's something that I think about that like recently I was thinking about going through my Google Drive and like all the workshops I've done, like clients I've worked with, athletes I've worked with, and I sometimes forget about all that because I get lost in what other people have done. And that should not take away anything that you've done in your past, all the things that, all the work that you've done, people you've helped, etc. That's still very valid. And so that's just a friendly reminder. So friends, what is next? Where are we going with this? Tune in every Sunday to fill up your cup. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, save, share with a friend, whatever you do, downloads, and most importantly, come back for the next episode where I have my first guest.